This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sarah and Vinny. Sarah and Vinny. On Alice at 97.3. This part of the show is brought to you by our Facebook page. It's called the Sarah and Vinny Facebook page. Oh, my God. Smash that like button. Follow button. Follow button. Everything we talk about on the show uh, goes up on the Sarah and Vinny Facebook page. So it's a great resource if you want to pick a movie or show and you can watch all the trailers. We pile everything up there. We just put up shots of Jim Carrey's insanely beautiful home. I don't don't know where he's going to move to, but I mean, you got to live somewhere. I don't know how you leave a place after you've been in it 30 years and it's all like dialed in to exactly what you want. Yeah, make sure to stay updated on the latest celebrity You just trash. got done telling us if there wasn't work to do on your house, you'd sell it and That's start true. over. That's true, I would. You just said that. I know, today. But, but 30 years in a place. Yeah. And you're Jim Carrey. Like You've you, done everything you can yeah. three times over, and now you're like, okay, it's paint on paint. Yeah. I got to get out of here. Well, I'm, I haven't done everything three times. Okay. <laughs> I am on the second time on a few things, though. I know that you are. It's like, I, I don't like this anymore. Uh-huh. Let's find something else. Uh, the State of the Union address is tonight. Six o'clock our time on all the major networks. Find out how we're doing. Half the people will applaud at any given time. Uh, no wife, no football team. It's selfie time. Just a fun side note here. The Super Bowl phase of Tom Brady's career is over, allegedly. I hope. And he's now entering the phase where he posts underwear selfies on Twitter. And it was funny, uh, I though. We could live without that. No, oh, I, I kind of liked it. I was I, the nice thing about it is like he's he's clearly he's got a big one. Oh no, he put his hand in front of it. So he's oh. sitting on a bed. And he's naked except for the underwear. He's got his hand covering his wiener, and then out the back window are palm trees and and the ocean. I'm like, well, that's looks good. Retirement looks nice, but uh, he's already bored, so he's posting out pictures of himself, <laughs> and he tags all his friends like Julian Edelman and. Uh, and Gronk, like, am I doing this right, guys? What doing Instagram right? Yeah, doing. Am I doing? Am I doing the the underwear selfie right? I guess those guys have done it. Oh, so oh, he's I see. Asking them. He's just and by the way, a, one of the boys got yeah. it. Yeah, I actually, I think he put this up on Twitter. Uh, it doesn't matter anyway. You can get your own pair of Brady boxer briefs, twenty bucks a piece. There he is. Oh, there he is. Yeah, looks good. Does he? Don't you think? No. Oh, because why? He's it looks all gawky. He does look weird, like he's. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't do. What, looking at that picture, do I think he looks good? The answer is no. Oh. I don't. I mean, he doesn't look heavy. He's in shape enough. Yeah. But I mean, no, I don't. There's that that, that photo does zero for me. You? Oh. No, it's fine. He looks fine. 
it's just it does actually seem to be his first selfie though. Like he doesn't quite have like a he doesn't look cool. He's not looking into the mirror. He's, he's looking, looking into, into the, the phone. camera, which is a little yeah. funny, isn't it? It is funny. It's a nice room that he's in. I'm glad he covered the shape the though. Goat. I do think that gets a little gross when guys are like yeah. you're all okay, bro. I can see the eye. Come on. Yeah. You know what I mean. Well, maybe it's not an impressive sure package, do. too. And he's like, well, I don't want anyone seeing that. Well, there'd be that, too. Or. But. Or what? Or it's just enormous and Jimmy G style. Yeah. I don't know. Does yeah. Jimmy G do that? Did we, can we find a selfie of Jimmy G in some underpanties? Uh, no, preferably did, without the hand in the way. In khakis or it was something? in khakis. And, you were and the like, thing Whoa. was just wrapped around it, like, over past his hip. It was incredible. It was like, wow, look at that. That is something. One thing like maybe I can add zucchini. to your story, and then I'll stop because okay. I told you I wouldn't even. You're talk not going to. Don't time. please don't worry about it. Tom Brady actually got a compliment from Bill Belichick on some podcast, and oh. it was like, "Now you can finally say that that's you not guys his had coaching style. Of course, he can say it now. Record run. You couldn't. No, I understand, but he couldn't even say it after the guy let. Like he. Well, the, he was mad. Whatever. Now he's able to say, "Yeah, we had." An all-time epic run, and every coach should be lucky enough to have a guy like Tom Brady. Mm. Oh, wow, mm. Bill. Is someone breaking your arm behind your back to get you to say a nice thing about the dude who myself. brought you? I just, I can't, I don't allow myself to ever feel joy or love, so. Super Bowl trophies, but but I think it's that he's had, now had a dose of without Tom Brady and realizes, mm. oh, all the quarterbacks can't do that. Mm. Huh. I didn't trick him into doing all that, so that's crazy. Uh, AMC is a chain of movie theaters. Yeah, uh, it's also a uh, is it American movie channel? I'm not sure, but it you know it's where The Walking Dead is on TV. But AMC is a totally different thing. So AMC is, you know, it wasn't that long ago where you started to be able to buy the seat that you were going to sit in in a movie theater. You could pre-buy. You'd know you wouldn't be sold out. You don't wait in the, in the line and then I have love to it. sit in the front seat. Um, yeah, and I honestly, I never go to a movie on a Friday or a Saturday night. Like, I just would never do that. I have no desire to sit next to someone munching popcorn in my ear or to be the someone munching popcorn in some other stranger's ear. And I just don't, I want to, that's why I like daytime movies. I like a Tuesday at 11 a.m. movie. That's my kind of movie. Um, so this is not going to affect me, but it is going to affect people who go out who love the movie experience and mm-hmm. they, they want to go out there. They're adding an exciting new feature to the movie going experience. You get to choose your seat, but you have to pay more, even more, if you want a good seat. Oh, like this. What do they call a good seat? The middle. Right in the middle. And probably there's like a five row sweet spot. Okay. So they call it Sightline, and the tickets are all going to be priced differently based on where you're sitting. It's like how concerts work, or like I was telling you, you know, if you wanted to be anywhere near the stage for this Tori Amos thing, it was like $1,000. Like, I'm not going to that. I can put a record on. And then we did. I'm like, concert attended. Whoa. Yeah. So, or sporting events, plays, even airlines, you know, you pay for the seat that you that you want to be in, or you pay less for a seat that you don't want to be in, but it gets you there. So not all the prices are changing. A standard sight line is one of the tiers, and those will be the most common, and those will be available for the usual 
I don't even know what it, co- what it costs anymore. Is it 15 bucks now to go see a movie? I don't go to many movies either. There, the yeah. few times we've been, though, we did choose our seats. And I really like that about the seat. We have a local theater that does it that way. And yeah. it's, it's great. You know you've got a seat. And you also can kind of pick based on, oh, everyone's you know, focused in this area. We'll be over here. Yeah. I like it. And I also like, I don't like the standard middle either. I, unless it's uncrowded, I'll take a side. I want to be able to get up and I don't want to be trapped. I'm with you. I like you to know? be close to the, I like to have our family sort of, you know, stretched in from one, from one edge. If it's going to be a crowded thing, that's a nice thing about going to a movie. I've, I've been to so many movies where I'm the only person in there. It's great. I can munch. I can yell at the screen. No one cares. Because there's no one. Right. So not all the prices are changing. There's this standard sight line. This is the most common ticket. And it's available for the usual high price of a, of a ticket. But then there's something called value sight line. These will cost slightly less. So that's for the front row and probably the second to front row, too. Like, nobody wants it. I mean, who wants to watch a movie like this? You can't even see. They shouldn't even have seats there. Kids. I know. They don't care. And then there's preferred sightline seats, which will cost you, quote, slightly more. I don't buy it. Uh, Those are the prime seats in the middle of the theater. My neck never hurts. Who cares? Right. Well, people of a certain age are like, that'll be the death of me. I'm not sitting there. I know. I can't. Between my my eyes and my neck. That's a no. Yeah. The new pricing starts this weekend in a lot of cities, Uh, big cities like New York, Chicago. They're saying Kansas City. But they're saying that by the end of this year, it'll be everywhere. All the AMC theaters will have this tiered pricing. thing. So the only question, I guess, is because movie theaters have had such trouble over the pandemic, Practically going out of business, yeah. is this a good PR move or a bad one? Does it hurt them? And I don't think so. Well, I think it really depends on what the differences are on those prices. I mean, if it's $10 more to get a decent seat, you know, so are the people who are in the regular seats going to be given stink eye to the, or, or is it just, it was worth it to me to pay 20 bucks more for these two seats? I'll give you an example of how I feel about that. We now rent movies. In fact, I've mentioned Puss in Boots probably too many times for most people's purposes. But I'll say, you know, you go to rent that thing at home and it's 20 or you buy it for $25. Well, we don't go out. And it's us, me, the kids, the missus. We'd spend way more if we left. The, like, it's worth it. Okay, yeah. we'll take it. And, it, and I'm it 100% was a, with you. It was a you. wonderful night. And we now, I guess, only I actually movie. think that's a bargain compared to taking the family out right. and the $20 thing of popcorn and the, because that's where they get you is those concessions. So to me, it was totally worth the 25 bucks. Yeah. Maybe others would say no, but I well, like it. And you it. say you buy it too. So you're able now to watch it when you'd like to. And I watched it again last night. Right. Yeah, that's why I'm still raving about I it. See. And I picked up so much more. And so many movies are like <laughs> 2 dollars to $5.99. I'm like, yes, I'll do that. I don't have to drive anywhere. I don't have to put clothes on. I can eat my own popcorn. Watch stuff naked, huh? Well, I mean, nice clothes. All right. I usually have my ratty old sweatpants on. I still have them. Your ass hanging out? It does. It's it's a huge hole there. All right. It's nice. It's like a vent. I was just guessing, but that's, that. you know, that helps. I like it. Us imagine you. Yeah, go ahead. I don't care. 
Stranger Things. Yeah. We all love Stranger Things. It's great. The kids are getting old. Um, season five is in the works. And I don't believe they've started shooting it yet. And when I, there's a, there's a rumor out there that we may have gotten a hint to when the final season will premiere. For a while there, I think the first three seasons came out every year. Like they were, it was a pretty quick turnaround. And then we waited a bit. I think the pandemic affected season four Mm -hmm. and they did that in two parts. Um, And that was like last, beginning of last summer. So I was like, well, this is probably coming out sometime in 2023, right? So Finn Wolfhard, who plays Mike on the show, Mm -hmm. he goes on and does one of those Ask Me Anything things. And he is asked, uh, let's see, he's asked a question. He's 20 now. So he's not a kid. He's not a kid. Okay. He's 20, and he responded to one of the questions. Was it saucy? Was no. it like, don't ask a little boy no. that? It gives us a clue as to how oh, long we're going to have to okay. wait for this thing. So uh, some YouTuber commented about season five being the final season. He says, I can't really believe that it's the fifth season either. By the time it comes out, I'll be 22. <gasps> and I started working on the show at 12. He's 20 now. Uh, He'll turn 22 on December 23rd, 2024, which means this thing is at least two years out. What is it now? 2023. Mm -hmm. Okay. So two years. We can wait two years for that, but it just seems like so long. Well, they can, what they have available to them and good writers always work this stuff out. They can jump forward. Mm-hmm. So they can, you know, the story is yes. now moved on from where we where we left, and they're older, and maybe they're doing something else, and that's right. fine. It'll work. Uh, did you say you've watched some Yellowstone? The first, because I was told this is incredible. You've gotta watch you gotta the watch show, it. right? The first episode. There's really graphic car crash with a horse trailer. Yeah. And I went, no thanks. Yeah. And I just backed. I off, made it a little bit it. past that. You saw that then. I did, and I. But I found that I was halfway through the first episode, and I didn't like anyone. I didn't care <clears> about <throat> anyone, and I just thought, nah, I don't know. I don't think this is for me. Um, and it looks like Kevin Costner's leaving. So well, he is a legitimate movie star. It's almost surprising. They are that saying it's scheduling conflicts. He sat there. What are they on? Five seasons? Six? This is, I think this is the fifth season. So they're saying that he might be leaving Yellowstone due to scheduling conflicts. He's busy directing and starring in a Western called Horizon. And they're saying that could lead. Now, this is not set in stone. Don't freak out. That could lead to the original Yellowstone coming to an end when season five wraps up later this year. So, but the show is huge, mm-hmm. and so if there, that happens, the rumor is that there'll be a spinoff with Matthew McConaughey, and he's—it's almost like he's great. These guys are out in front of what the new normal is, which is we have a hit. Let's spin them off while we're still doing the original. The, yeah, like that's crazy. Well, there's three in production right but now, but that was CSI that they kind of yep. did that. Like, hey, let's have one in Miami, even though Vegas is still there and doing well. Like. Okay, it's the people like this. Let's give them. It's more. a nice model. You can see why 
these guys sort of went, yeah, that's why wouldn't we? Right. And they've got this whole clothing thing going on with this, too. I mean, there's, you know, people are very creative about the way. I'm not wearing cowboy boots ever. Yeah, I know, but maybe you'll wind up with one of those cool fringy vests. I'm not wearing that either. (laughs) So this is just a rumor about Matthew McConaughey. A spokesperson for Paramount said, we have no news to report. Kevin Costner is a big part of Yellowstone, and we hope that's the case for a long time to come. But we're always working on franchise expansions of this incredible world. Yeah, you are. You've got two of them. Uh, Matthew McConaughey is a phenomenal talent, and we'd love to work with him. Um, By the way, just a little aside on Matthew McConaughey, who I always thought of Matthew McConaughey as being like kind of a goofy dude who did rom-coms. And then he started taking these parts. What's the AIDS movie that he was in? Dallas Buyers Club. That was amazing. And then we saw him on True Detective where he blew my mind. Mm -hmm. Like that guy in that role. And it was also one of the first times because that was a television show. It was very unusual for him to be in a series like that or for really any big actor. Him and Woody. Yes. And I really feel like that was the point where these huge movie stars went, Oh, I can still be like a legitimate movie star and and be doing television. Like the, the caliber of television shows is just the writing amazing. has gotten much better. Yes. So this is just a little aside to Matthew McConaughey. He's going to voice Elvis Presley in an adult upcoming animated series for Netflix. It's called Agent Elvis, and Elvis is going to be a secret agent, and it's going to be Matthew McConaughey, I guess. And Priscilla Presley's a co-creator and producer. Okay. So there's that. I don't know. Did you watch the Elvis movie yet? No. Have you? No, but I was never an Elvis fan. You yeah. were, though, and your dad is. Yeah, my I'm dad loved it. I'm surprised you haven't watched it. I just it. haven't pressed And you haven't it. watched Avatar, which I can't believe either. Well, I'm waiting for that to be. What a disappointment. I know. My God, goodness. I'm such a letdown. I know. I'm sorry. Disappointment. I'm not a disappointment. That's a hardcore disappointment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Far off the deep end as you can get. I've been honestly, I've been incredibly busy. I don't like to go to see a movie on a Friday or a Saturday night, and I just I'm, I've got stuff all day every freaking day, so I haven't been able to make time. But soon I will. I'll start going to movies. Plus, so much day. good TV. I know. Yeah. There's so much good stuff. I've been watching The Boys. Oh, crazy, dude! I I have turned people on to that, and believe me, it's not my discovery. It was passed on to me by Sarah and other people have texted it in and yet I've passed it like my buddy (laughs) goes he he, I told him he's like I'm looking for a new show I go oh you got to try this and then a couple days later he texts me oh my god the invisible man (laughs) and you're like (laughs) yeah and I wrote him back and I'm like please don't start get me started but don't stop Oh, he's... How could you? How could you get to the part with the Invisible Man and then stop? You can't. Like, it just keeps getting more over the top and off the... Oh, boy, it's off the deep end. How many do you have left, do you think? Couldn't be many. I've stopped watching it in the evenings because it's too aggro. Mm -hmm. So I've got about eight episodes, seven episodes left Mm -hmm. of the third season. So I still have plenty to go. (laughs) Dibs just texted me. The slander must cease. <laughs> it never will. As soon as you stop disappointing us, Dibs. Hey, um. Stop letting us down, Dibs. Yeah, stop letting us down, man. Oh, that's too good. Brittany, can you look up yeah. online and see if there's a 
any kind of speculation as to when season four of The Boys is going to be out. Just oh, out of curiosity. Yeah, sure. And and if you're hearing The Boys for the first time, I'm not kidding when I say it's completely over the top. And wrong. And wrong in a lot of different ways. If you're someone that gets outraged, if you're someone that gets grossed out, if you've got a low threshold for gross or offensive, for it is not for you. Know yourself. Don't waste your time. It's going to be a while. Oh. There's no official release date. If you're per- a person who's sort of silently snickers at offensive, then you're going to love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it's so offensive good. in a lot of ways. And if you finish it and you're like, God, I really want more of that, watch Peacemaker. That one with John yeah. Cena. That one's all wrong. It's funnier. It's, it's like it's so stupid that it's really funny. Mm. Or watch Puss in Boots. That one apparently is hilarious. <laughs> okay, I'm out of time, Vinny. What's coming up? Scott Budman from NBC <laughs> Bay Area and the Alice News Network is next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Sarah and Vinny. The Radio Alice Report. What's up, everyone? This Alice Report is brought to you by Fremont Bank. Pardon me. Looking for a bank that goes above and beyond for its community? Fremont Bank can help you with your financial needs, also giving back to those who need it most in our neighborhoods. Nice. The bank and its foundation donated to causes in 52 Bay Area zip codes last year. Discover more at FremontBank.com forward slash community. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we welcome into, well, he's out in the streets somewhere fighting the good fight. Right. Dig up these Big stories that he reports to you. Scott Budman, ladies and gentlemen, Scott from Budman! NBC Bay Area. <laughs> good morning, Scott. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. Good to see you guys. Nice good to, to see, see you. you. So I nice. have in front of me that you are, you've told us about the AI chat GPT. Is that what it's called? Chat yes. GPT. You told us about that at one point, And then we talked about it a little more later. And, and people wrote in and said, you guys... Scott already told you all about this. Oh. We just like, weren't listening that right, day, I guess. Well, no, it didn't I mean, make we sense to us. But it's still very, there's a lot here, <laughs> and it's a big deal, and it's quietly the next big thing. 
or am I wrong? No, I think you're right. And that's what we do here. We break the news, but then we follow it up, right. you know, to make sure mm-hmm. that everybody's yes. keeping up Come with everything. On. It is the AI. Today AM. is a there you go. Yeah, today is a big, big day for all this AI stuff. This is a big week for AI. All these companies now that have spent billions of dollars on it are starting to roll it out, and pretty soon it's going to be in front of us, not just something that we can experiment with, say, in the classroom or to write a poem or something like that. This is actually coming to search engines. Just yesterday, Google announced that it is going to have an artificial intelligence component to its search engine, which honestly they already have, but this is a brand new one. They call it BARD. They're saying this is going to make your searches super intelligent artificially with all that stuff. Today, Microsoft is expected to announce its version of ChatGPT. This is the company, uh, this is the OpenAI product that everyone's so excited about. It's very sexy, very timely, getting all sorts of funding from companies like Microsoft. Microsoft is going to integrate ChatGPT into, of all places, its Bing search engine, if you remember remember that. And it wants to make Bing a thing again and do it by saying, hey, we've got the best of all this AI and we're going to find all these results for you. And so I think this is where sort of the AI arms race really kicks off. It's not just experimental. It's going to come to us. And the question is, how does this affect what you look for for your job, for your education, for all the things that we sort of traditionally rely on actual hard work to do and actual research to do. Now these AI things can do it in milliseconds and give you entire essays and entire papers and things like that. Did you hear about this Jerry Seinfeld-based comedy on Twitch? So yes. they they have shows on there. On Twitch. You can watch Twitch TV. Okay. And there is this thing, and his name isn't Jerry, so it's like... Uh, it's like Larry Seinberg or something. Uh, it's around here somewhere. Feinberg, Larry Feinberg. But it's supposed to be Jerry Seinfeld. And they take this AI, creates these shows. I think they're, it's called Nothing Forever. Yeah. And uh, they take these shows, they make these shows, and it's, it's like a 24-7 thing. And then this AI starts making a bunch of transgender jokes. And they get thrown off a of Twitch for two weeks. And they're like, the, I guess the programmers now have to go back in there and be like, okay, let's get you some sensitivity training, Mr. What? AI. What do you What do you know about this? Because I was just skimming this story this morning, going, "There's a sh- but, new wait, Seinfeld go show? back to before he even gets kicked off. They're using Seinfeld video. And- no, it's a it's sort of a cartoon. Well, Scott, you sounds like you've seen it. It's, it's sort of based on Seinfeld. I mean, if you think about, um, you know, Curb Your Enthusiasm is sort of based on that. This show is supposed to be like if Seinfeld kept going. And so it takes place in his apartment and there are all these things. The whole thing is created by artificial intelligence. Okay. And the risk, and, and we've talked about this, is AI pumps out what we put in. Ultimately, it's going on the Internet and finding things. If you say, give me a Shakespearean sonnet, it's going to find that and spit it back out. If you put in and program something that is, say, anti-transgender or misogynist or racist, it's going to spit that out, too. AI is literally just a machine learning. And it learns things that are uncomfortable as well as, oh, brilliant. But it doesn't understand about comfort, right? It's So it's saying, oh, this is a topic. It's being talked about. I'm going to make some jokes about it like Jerry Seinfeld would. 
Right. Although I don't know that he would make those. He wouldn't. Jokes. That's the thing. <laughs> right. And that's the thing. And that's why you've gone from these writers to AI and you've gotten in trouble for it on that show. And this is not the first chatbot that this has happened to. Oh. Because again, chatbot is, as they say, garbage in, garbage out. So if you program this by someone who's, you know, misogynist or, or transphobic, it's going to show in your chatbot. ChatGPT has put in several, I guess, features to try to be secure about this stuff. So for example, people have come on and said, write me an essay praising Adolf Hitler. And ChatGPT will come back and say, well, this is someone who historically is not deserving of praise. I'm not going to do that. And there are certain, you can see guardrails put in, but none of these things are perfect. And whatever version of AI that this show was using, and I think the writers admitted they had used one of the cheaper versions that maybe didn't have those guardrails, that's what you get out eventually. So they they didn't write their own AI thing. This is somebody else's. Right. They were using an AI program, a chatbot program to create the dialogue. And surprisingly to them, at one point, the machine came out with some offensive dialogue. Right. We're talking to Scott Budman from NBC Bay Area about AI and it becoming, I mean, the bunch of them are launching this week, right? So you say Microsoft is launching and Google's using it as well. But isn't, isn't when these, help me out here. When you say this thing, garbage in, garbage out, it's also getting info from the internet, right? So it's not that's, that's where it gets right. So that's right. the internet is garbage. filled with garbage. Right. It would seem to me like you would, without the guardrails, there's no chance it doesn't end up with some offensive and garbage like material, right? Right. The thing I like to show how AI works, the best example for me at least, although there are smarter people out there, is Google Translate. When Google Translate came out, it was pretty cool to use, but it wasn't perfect. And people Mm -hmm. who spoke a language fluently would say, that's not correct. Years later, we have entered so many search queries and so much information into Google Translate, it's now way better than it was when it came out. That is literally the machine learning. And so the machine will learn and spit out what's on the internet. But yeah, the machine can learn some offensive things too Mm. and give that back to us. And that's the risk. And that's where those guardrails come in. For example, think of yourselves. If you have a thought that's bad, your personal guardrail says, I'm not going to say that into a microphone. In fact, I may not even say that out loud. It's offensive to me. It's offensive to others. I'm going to banish that. Why do I even think this way? This is ridiculous. (laughs) Who am I? But a chat... Bot may not think that way. And right. that's always the risk here is we put this information in there ultimately and it's giving it back to us. Okay, so the question becomes, Scott Budman, NBC Bay Area, talking about AI technology, which is all the rage here in Silicon Valley. Where do we go from here as they integrate it into search engines now and it becomes part, like search engines are already great. I mean, I feel really satisfied with my usual Google searches. So as they integrate it into this, that's probably not the real application of this technology, is it? Not necessarily. And I should point out, AI has been in search for years. It uses machine learning to go find things on the internet, whether you're talking to Siri or putting something in Google or even Bing, which now has ChatGPT. And all of these things are just gonna get more and more, I guess, machine intelligent 
But I think search does change. We won't just search for the restaurant down the street or the hours of the library or all the things that we search for. I think a lot of it will be, I want this specific information. I want this specific essay. I want this book. I want this program. It'll be instantly found on the mm -hmm. internet. And that brings in, again, a lot of copyright things. When we talked about how some of these bots gave you these beautiful pictures of yourselves, and it turned out a lot of that art was, and I'll put this in air quotes, borrowed, literally stolen from artists out there who are now suing a lot of these apps and chat programs. A oh. similar thing could happen with ChatGPT. Hmm. It finds everything out there in record time. And the interesting thing, Vinny, because you're right, we already are satisfied with search. What will these machines learn? How smart will they get? And how much will they take over of our lives and maybe even our jobs? And that's the concern. So we saw not too long ago, I believe it was on Netflix, as they talked about the algorithms in use. And many of the people who'd written these algorithms were saying they've advanced beyond what we even set them up to do. And they were talking about how it's a negative thing now that these things have gotten so advanced and and is that where we're headed where we're like you, you know i mean i don't feel like it's the rise of the machines but is it the it rise of is. the machines I mean, <laughs> yeah and and there are lots of cases like this and i've done this with chat gpt where it's let's say give me a story literally in scott budman's style about how millennials are struggling to find housing in the Bay Area, something I might spend six or seven hours a day to put together oh. and air on the news. And it will spit out that language eerily accurate right away. And it will come up with people and sound bites and things. And, and I'm not the only person oh that my thinks, God. hey, my job might be in jeopardy, but these machines do learn quickly. Now, say you're a television writer and you saw that Seinfeld sort of knock off on Hulu and you're thinking, oh no, I'm never gonna have a job because it's writing its own thing. And then you find out it's also writing really offensive jokes that a writer on television would never write. So in some ways we're safe, in some ways we're in For jeopardy. Now. And I think the next few months and years are gonna be fascinating with this stuff. Yeah. It's Yow. scary. I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. You know, Sarah, you. talk about like, you know, you've got kids in college, let's say, or just yeah. out of college. They are now learning not to fear this, but a lot of schools here in the Bay Area and beyond are saying, I want to see ChatGPT in practice in your essays. I want you to use this because it's out of the box. Because this is where it's and going, right? Exactly. And so you can either ignore it or somehow use it to your benefit. And that's what we humans need to do is figure out how to use this AI to our benefit as okay. students and as, as professionals. All right. Scott uh -huh. Budman from NBC Bay Area. We love you, buddy. Thank love you so you, much. <laughs> Always good to talk to you. We won't too, need to, though, soon. We're just going to ask ChatGPT to, to say, give us a Scott Budman report. Not possible. You guys are irreplaceable. Thanks, no, we're talking Scott. about you. <laughs> That's not nice. I was joking. <clears throat> so uh, the weird thing I do kind of, uh, I guess you could say trip out on is this technology, just the Google search. Forget about the chat. Yep. Like we use this now so regularly. I use it daily to look up a word, to look up. I was looking for, a, I had to get a passport the other day, redone, and you search it, and it tells Pops you what it to right do. Up, yep. Like you go, we're, we take it so for granted. As we're talking about this application of AI, I think 
It's already really good. Do we really need that? I wonder if any of these tech companies take a second and go, yeah, but do we need it? Yeah. I, I don't know really what the parameters they've set for themselves are. All I know is I don't need to remember anything anymore. And so I can't. <laughs> like, do we still teach our kids to learn? All, I remember my kids learned all the capitals, state capitals and, and countries beyond that. Now, why would I need that? I could just sit on my watch. Hey, what's the capital of Oklahoma? Well, that's true. But I do think as an exercise, you should try to memorize things because that's important. I also think that despite there being calculators, math will always, especially advanced math, will always be something you need to, although then again, maybe the AI chat bot can do it for you too. Right. I don't know. I mean, if you're building something, there's an example. People might even look at a tradesman and go, oh, he went into the trades. He's not that smart. He doesn't have, except a tradesman probably can do things. Uses more math than you do. Right. Right. And and in real life, as in I'm trying to build something within these confines and make it all balanced. Yep. There's math at work, big time. Yeah. Like they know how to do that and at the end go, ta-da. Here it is. Bar she blows. Look, it's all balanced and even and you can live in it forever. Well, well it's going to need maintenance. Certainly if you own it, you'll need it. I'll need you know. it. To be Five coats of paint. Sure. Okay, where am I time-wise? Oh, jeez. Need a little time. Cheese and rice. Cheese and rice. Here are 20 of the weirdest food combos people swear by. Okay, let's hear it. And I, there's a couple where I just went, if you pour chili on my cinnamon roll, I'm going to punch you. Like, oh, I love you're chili. You're going to ruin my cinnamon and roll. And I love a cinnamon roll, and that, I don't want those together. I bet that's good. I, no, you don't think that. I bet it is. Like, you know, I like some bread and chili. All cornbread. Oh, cornbread, yeah. sure. But you know the soft, like the the sweet, salty. That I don't know. Here they that are. Might work. Twenty weird food combos. Okay. Cornflakes on ice cream. Okay. Yeah, right. I poured I ice mean, cream. I, I poured uh, you know cereal into tuna sandwich with barbecue chips inside. Okay, I'm in. Strawberry jam on a fried egg. No. Salt and vinegar chips topped with sauerkraut. Sauerkraut, huh? I do. I don't mind sauerkraut. Yeah, but I, I mean, the salt I, and vinegar chip doesn't need anything else. It's already going to make you pucker. Yeah. Chili on a cinnamon roll, I already mentioned. Peanut butter and pickle sandwiches. Eh, I don't know. What am I, pregnant? Cream cheese and sautéed onions on a hot dog. Okay. I'll try it. That's actually something called a Seattle dog. Oh. Mm. I, well, look, I, you sauté up some onions for me, I'll eat them. And caramelized onions are I thought delicious. Onions are bad, like they make you gurgle. I can't have raw onions. Ah, if they're sauteed. cooked, I'm good. Fries dipped in soy sauce. Sure. Okay. These are combinations that seem That one seems very benign. Like oh, weird. It's just salty, you know, yummy right. sauce. But people swear by them. Mashed potatoes with chicken noodle soup instead of gravy. Oh. I can't be bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, right. I, I, I'm still going right. to eat it. Sounds good. Mashed potatoes are. Do I do I so I have a bowl and I put mashed potatoes in the bowl and then I pour my soup over the top. I I think that sounds delish. You know, I learned <laughs> to do mashed potatoes from my uncle John. He was yes. the cool guy that lived with us, and he would take twenty freaking minutes to. He'd mash it, butter it, put sour cream in there, remash it all, and mix it up. 
pepper, salt, Ooh, that, this yeah, whole production. Yeah. Sounds good. Mouth I've learned slurry. to do that, and I would think, like, pour soup on top of all that? It just took me 10 minutes to prepare it. To make it perfect. Right. But it needs help still. Chicken noodle soup? All right. Maybe. Cereal with yogurt instead of milk. Pinto beans mixed with cottage cheese. Ooh. Mm. Cottage cheese rolled up with bologna and seasoned with salt and pepper. Mm. Baby carrots dipped in ketchup. Weird mm. food combos people swear by. Pringles dipped in chocolate pudding. Well, any salt and sweet works for me. Fritos dipped in applesauce. Oh. Warm milk with pepper and cinnamon mixed in. No thanks. Popcorn and grapes. Um, I mean, okay. I, I don't know. These are like these just feel so out of left field. Like, are are people suggesting these because they are actually like I can't get enough popcorn and grapes? I, they, yeah, these are weird combos that people swear by. I like the whole watermelon with a with a acidic thing, like with a balsamic mm-hmm. or watermelon with mustard as a salad. Yeah, yeah, that that's delish. Pretty good. You never know till you try, right? It's true. You'd think, ugh. Then you try it and you go, holy crap, it's like magic in my mouth. Oh, here's some that people texted in. Our text number is 800-400-3697. says, fries with ranch and teriyaki. Oh, ranch and teriyaki. 707 swears by the peanut butter and pickle sandwiches. They're the best. Oh. Any particular kind of bread? Or just they don't you know, say. wonder bread? They don't, they don't say here. I'm teaching second graders to tell time using analog clocks, be- but not sure where they will see one. My kid's learning an analog class. She knows it because we taught her that already, but she's they're learning that in school. Mm-hmm. And that teacher's right. You know, she is right to do it. We have one here. We do. But here's the thing. It gives you a grasp of what an hour is and how it can be divided. Like, I, I think that learning that is is not just about learning to tell time, but learning how to... Divide something by four, divide something by three, by six. Agreed. Five, whatever it is. Also, I do think as parents, at at least as parents, maybe not in school, but as parents, prepare your kid to do things like drive a stick shift. Yeah, not all cars are still going to have those, but it's cool as an adult that they can say, yeah, I can drive a stick. Yeah, no problem. Yes, I can tell time on a regular clock. Like that just... right. It seems like Look, stuff you should know. These all these modern conveniences that are all around us right now. I have fifty screens in front of me, and all this electronics and a phone and just everything. The this could end. Just saying. What? Do you, what? It all what could is, end. What does that mean? It means that it, it could end. So about you should be right now, yes. Oh my or, god. god. Well, well what? I mean, it could end. we need to make sure that people know how to still do stuff. We're going to raise a bunch of people who... This took a dark turn. Yeah, it did. Uh, you know, if you can't get anywhere without using a GPS, you and might be screwed when all the satellites fall down. Nowadays, it's hard enough to get your kid just to drive a regular automatic car. I mean... That's know. true, too. Right. <laughs> I just Uber. What? No, what do I, I need, need a license for? Yeah. Nah, I'm fine. Yeah. Why? Where am I going? I'll take the subway. Mm-hmm. Uber. Right, Uber. Sarah and Vinny on Alice at 97.3. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.